The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Good morning. Good morning. And I am going to say good morning, world, because uh, I think you all know, uh, for the listeners who follow us, Every morning on the live, uh, well, every Monday on the live show, I usually say good good morning. But uh, hey, listen, we we have uh, listeners in Japan, we have listeners in uh, Denmark, and in UK, Canada, and just all over. So I'm going to say hello world because we definitely don't know what the time zone is. So I want to thank you again. For joining in, we have uh, an exciting guest uh, for you this morning, uh, which I think uh, uh, you'll all be excited about. It's uh, Linda Wellbrook, uh, uh, Wellbrock, I should say, uh, from Leading Women Entrepreneurs, and you'll get so much information on uh, how to um, be empowered with this amazing platform that we all carry as women because we're doing so many things, including being uh, an amazing mother at times, and I think we're all mothers. So I just also would like uh, you all to know uh, why uh, we have this platform, why I feel that um, uh, Wellness Interactive uh, has created a platform which is the Wellness Lounge or Wellness Lounge. And we have a Wellness Lounge in South Orange, New Jersey, at 14 South Orange, New Jersey. And what we do is go a step further. It is my belief that everything we do in life 24-7, it doesn't matter if you're at work or uh, you're uh, attending church or you're uh, dropping your kids off at school, it should be 24-7 how you're presented and connected with mind, body, and spirit. So uh, the Wellness Lounge platform uh, likes to uh, bring on guests that uh, uh, you may not have the opportunity to engage with or to listen uh, to the knowledge that they can share, and they may be living right next door to you because they are doing amazing things, and they are leading platforms that help us all navigate this whole mind-body-spirit connection. And so on that note, uh, you can always find us at wellnessinteractive.com. That's our interactive site. And if you just want information on uh, what we do and who we are, you can go to wellnessinteractive.net. And then, of course, uh, find us at many other sites, Wellness Lounge. You can also tweet uh, hashtag 
wellnessint. You can uh, find us on Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and all that other stuff, and you guys know that anyway. But I just had to kind of get that in. So listen, I would like to share with you a book uh, or a passage from a book because uh, you all that are uh, listeners to that tune in, you know, every week. Uh, I generally like to choose a passage from uh, some a book that inspires me, and hope I hope that it will inspire you too. Uh, this book is called "The Artistry of Motherhood," and uh, it's by uh, a beautiful woman uh, who I, she sent this amazing book to me, and I've never met her in person, but we have engaged. Uh, many times uh, by phone and by email. Her name is Alexis Johnson, and uh, she is an author of uh, quite a few books and just a beautiful person. I already have connected with her many times spiritually and through the mind because of how we um, you know, speak, how we speak to each other and how we connect with so many things that are real uh, to us all. So I just would like to begin by reading uh, a couple of things. One is uh, uh, her, the passage I'm going to read is going to come from a time to be born that's from her chapter. And then um, I, I love this one, uh, actually it's, it's a passage from uh, uh, a scripture rather from the Bible, but she has it in her book. It says, one generation shall praise your works on another and shall declare your mighty acts. That's Psalm 145, verse 4. Uh, I just like that, one generation, and I'm really focused on the generation. Um, and let me just read uh, a three other little small paragraphs because... I think mothers are amazing, and it is all about uh, women. Uh, I listen. I always say you uh, you have a fabulous, fabulous mother or a fabulous uh, uh, teacher, a fabulous um, woman in your life because we're all mothers, but we're all professionals, and that means we're professional moms at times. We're professional uh, educators. We're professional businesswomen, and Linda Welbrock will speak to that when uh, we engage. So I want to just read these uh, small paragraphs from uh, Alexis uh, Johnson's book. The first one, it says, God created mothers. He created mothers who we know love us, mothers who love us even though we may not realize uh, they do, you know, at times, and that sometimes happens. We, you know, we don't realize how much uh, they love us, and and uh, it says we don't realize that until it's too late uh, that they, you know, uh, you realize that they've loved us all along. He created mothers who are not our birth mothers, but in every other sense they are. So. Love that. And then it says, God created children. Some children are loved before they are born. Others may not be loved until they are first held. Some are loved eventually. 
Some may never feel loved, yet all children yearn to be loved more than anything else on earth. And then the last paragraph, it says, God created the kinship between mothers and children. Whatever the relationship is between mothers and children, we need to remember that the heavens and the earth are his creations and that spider webs, however fragile looking, stay strong. The bond between mothers and their children can stay strong, too, regardless of what they encounter in life. And on that note, I'd love to bring Linda Welbrock in, and let me give you some information on, I think, the fabulous Linda Welbrock. She is the president of Leading Women Entrepreneurs, which is an initiative to commend women entrepreneurs excuse me, for their service, leadership, contribution to their communities and the state's economic recovery. Women who qualify for this this honor will be recognized through various media efforts and events uh, and carrying their message to the women in their states who dream of their own success. She believes that knowing the perfect, perfect pitch will help you hit your business out of the park. On that note, thank you, Linda Welbrock, for joining us. Oh, thank Hello, you so much, Linda. Desiree. Hi there. How are you this morning? I'm great. I'm great. I'm uh, just moved by your passage. I think that um, it just uh, rings true through and through. And if, if you are a mother, you recognize that how strong that passage is, right? Right, right. And, you know, the beautiful part about it, too, is that um, I love uh, the idea that we're all mothers. Uh, you know, uh, maybe we have not given birth, uh, biological birth to a child, but we're all mothers. And um, I, it, which brings me to uh, your amazing platform and that um, while we're all mothers, how are we doing this? And how are we navigating, you know, business and the children and uh, just uh, uh, emotional support for others? And, you know, I love that uh, you've engaged so many of us with uh, uh, the idea of business, but also community support. And so can you just uh, share with our listeners about what the Leading Women Entrepreneurs platform is and how and why uh, you think it's important. How did you get to this point, too? Because I want to know if you were actually thinking about this when you were 10 years old or five. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Um, that's actually a really good question. And um, entrepreneurship is one of those interesting uh, careers that there's actually been studies on, um, you know, is it in your DNA to be an entrepreneur? Is it something that you can be learned? Um, I don't think anybody has really the exact right answer. Uh, I think it can definitely be a combination of both. Um, but going back to when I was a little girl, my both my mother and father were entrepreneurs. So I, mm. you know, grew up in an environment where I saw people working very hard and doing things very differently. And I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> but looking back on everything, I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe this does make sense. Um, this does make sense of why I am where I am today. Um, so, you know, the short version of uh, my history 
is that basically I went to went to school went up in Boston, went to Northeastern, graduated, ended up in the financial industry in marketing, and then applied to get an MBA. And I was applying for a scholarship, which I received. And um, as a part of that scholarship, I worked at the university at the Rothman Institute of Entrepreneurial Studies for several years. And so from the academic standpoint, um, I also have had some experience studying and working with entrepreneurs and looking at the research on, you know, what people need to do in order to start scalable businesses. And I think, you know, taking my family history separate from this, um, that was an environment that I loved being in because I was constantly surrounded by innovative men and women and um, academic professionals who wanted to support them. And I just loved being there. But at the same time, I was a person who, um, you know, wanted to get more in the action, right? Mm-hmm. So from there, um, when I was at the university, I started um, a networking group called the Female Entrepreneur Networking Group. And we would hold meetings, and at the time, a woman came in to do a story on one of the events that I was holding, and I was about to graduate, and she ran a woman's publication, not just um, not just entrepreneurial women, but she ran a publication that focused on everything a woman needed to know, and that included writing about corporate women and political women and stay-at-home moms and the whole... Anything a woman needed to know, basically. So I took that job, and I was responsible for um, not only writing articles about influential uh, experts in the state, um, but I was also responsible for throwing large-scale events and custom publishing. So I had um, a great experience. Right, a great experience, but... uh... Uh, a very well um, served foundation, I would say. So, and and I think awesome just to be able to uh, grow up around uh, entrepreneurs, your your parents, and then uh, you know go off to college and uh, engage with the whole financial uh, experience. And I, I, to me, I think it's absolutely amazing and awesome. However, can you please uh, uh, engage with us on how uh, other women can uh, support uh, maybe becoming this leading woman uh, entrepreneur if they don't have that uh, extraordinary background that uh, you have? Uh, Right. Well, I I think that, you know, my background is definitely an exception, but I think that Many women. No, it's a good thing, but I think that's good because I, I, my, my point is I think you have a well-balanced a group of women because I've met a number of them and uh, that are leading women entrepreneurs, and I just love the idea that you engage uh, the business but the communities. There's so many women that support their communities, and I think, it, to me, it, it, it has a lot also to do with that whole balance of uh, mind, body, spirit, regardless if you're growing up with um, uh, the support of of families who are engaging with uh, uh, the entrepreneurial spirit. It's got a lot to do also with communities, I would think. 
Absolutely. Well, Leading Women Entrepreneurs recognizes outstanding women business owners who excel in four categories, and that includes innovation, market potential, advocacy for women, and community involvement. And the reason the criteria is what it is is because I think that that encompasses a lot of what, you know, your your mission is, and that's the, the whole well-being. You know, you want to be, you want to run a successful business, but I think women, especially, no matter how successful their business is, and I've surveyed all of my women, they always have a philanthropic element involved in the whole equation. Wow. And, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. So, last year, and actually we're just putting the, the, together the numbers for this year, which are even more impressive. So, um, this year we have 150 finalists, and I'll go into exactly how we, we come up with the finalists, but we have 150 women this year, and their estimated combined revenue generation is almost $5 billion. They're employing tens of thousands of people, and the we haven't gotten to the, the nonprofit element is several hundred. Last year, the 150 were supporting over 1,800 nonprofits. Wow. So, I mean, with a relatively small group of people, there, it, those, those um, statistics or those numbers, mm-hmm. I think, are really a reflection of what happens when you get a woman controlling a business, right? You get, <laughs> you know, you, well, you, uh, and you know what? Yeah, I, I love that, what you just said. I think it, it also uh, states that you can balance uh, being an advocate for many things or a few things. You can uh, support your community. You can run a business. You can do all of these things. So, I, Right, well, wow. I, and I think it boils down to, um, a lot of the times, you know, that, that point where women become mothers, right, and then they have to make a decision. They, yeah. They're they usually the, the ones that have to change things a little bit. So, you know, looking at, it's not in every case, right, but in the majority right. of cases, oh, hello? Yeah, the majority of cases. Uh... The majority of cases, you know, you have a woman, she becomes college, I mean, everybody that, you know, we work with is highly educated and has an extremely right. high skill set. So they get right. into these corporate jobs, right? And then right. they get married right. and they say, okay, well, I either I want to have kids or I just had a kid. And what do I do? Where, that, no, what's the yeah, choice now? Exactly. And Linda, uh, we're going to break for a moment and uh, come back and we're speaking with Linda Welbrock uh, from Leading Women Entrepreneurs. Stay with us because we have so much more to learn from Linda. We're going global here with Linda. We want to know where she's taking her platform and you'll be surprised about it. So stay with us. Uh, Be back in a moment. Thank you for listening. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things. And together, you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hi there. Thanks again Hi. for listening in, and we're speaking with uh, Linda Welbrock. Hi, Linda. Hi, Desiree. Thanks again for joining us uh, with your amazing platform, Leading Women Entrepreneurs. And we have really been engaging with Linda about uh, how we, you know, I'm a woman too, how we all navigate our lifestyles to get to the point to actually be a leading woman entrepreneur. I I do think we all uh, pretty much... uh, you know, I, I think we're all leading women, but I I do think that Linda has an amazing um, navigation process that supports uh, community advocacy. And so, on that note, Linda, can you please uh, uh, tell us, or maybe engage us with um, a little more about what your feel or thinking is about advocacy and the community? Now we're all business women, and we're bringing in the numbers and. We're doing, uh, you know, amazing work financially, but how do you think that balance is when you've you've got to uh, take care of home and then you're an advocate perhaps for another organization or you're supporting a community that's doing good work and how how do you connect all of that? Because uh, I do think it is a total mind-body spirit connection you have absolutely to no well I think up. that um uh, <clears throat> I believe you know that one real challenge for entrepreneurs is isolation so I mean I've heard it said that the isolation isolation is the enemy of entrepreneurship and mm. um it's true yeah. isolation is the enemy of everything right wow. <laughs> you know <laughs> if you become mm-hmm. isolated <laughs> yeah. um then then you know it's it can be a lonely path, right? Right, and not engaging. Oh my goodness! Right, beautiful. It, mm-hmm. It's so true. So 
Um, what we have done with leading women entrepreneurs, based upon the criteria that I just discussed, is we have created an environment um, where women who, you know, believe in the full equation can come together and learn from each other and support each other. Mm. So that's the first stage is that we continue to engage and support one another. And it's absolutely amazing um, what happens. Um, a, it's, it's great for networking, right? So you have mm-hmm. women who are running successful, uh, successful businesses meeting each other, right? So they can mm-hmm. do business together. But B, it creates a camaraderie and a sisterhood because unlike working for corporate America, the challenges that women entrepreneurs have or not only the challenges, but the day-to-day situations mm-hmm. are much different, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, and so to be around people who can resonate and who can come to a group and be compassionate about um, the situations that they all understand is, is right. priceless, right? Right. So explain some of the differences that uh, if I were in the corporate world right now and, uh, I don't know, my, my sister is a business entrepreneur or... Uh, well, I mean, you know, some of the differences that, you know, are just point blank right. obvious are, you know... Are very obvious. You wake up, you wake Don't up, care. you work for corporate America, you wake up and you're going to get a paycheck on Friday, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the obvious one, but let's yeah. let's uh, but, let's uh let's explain the navigation process. I'm thinking more uh in in you know this so well about uh the uh, platforms that are created in the corporate world. I mean, they're they're trying to support what we do uh, oh, with um, yeah. I don't know, uh, fitness centers and maybe um and some companies, not many, uh maybe even nurseries and you know, I I I think that's a striking difference in that we have to support our communities. I mean, we don't have to, but most of us are supporting our community communities, and we're taking care of homes, and we're, you know, running business as entrepreneurs, but if we're in the corporate world, it is very difficult to, I would think, uh, I've been here before, where you get a call and you've got to run home because you need to pick up your child or, or from school, right. or you um, just, uh, you've yeah. got a, a parent that's, that's um, aging, and they need your support. All these things that... Um, require that we are uh, who we are 24-7, meaning, you know, when we get off from work, we're still that same person. We have to address issues. So I I, I believe the corporate uh, structure, I'm not sure if they're catching up. What do you think? Um, I I don't think that, you know, for the majority of them, they are, um, you know, I have heard that some are evolving, but I think what's refreshing is, so some of the, and I'll go back to the corporate question, but some of the women who are running large-scale companies, you know, I read their applications, I speak to them, they are introducing philosophies that are very family-friendly. You know, when the president of a company is a woman, they understand (laughs) that (laughs) if a child gets sick, you have to go, right? Right. Um, so there's really, it, it, you know, you, there's no... That's a beautiful point you just made. If you're president right. of a company, you know, you, you basically get it. We get that. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to get it. You understand that there's certain things that come up in life as a mother, as a parent, that, you know, you can't get around being a part of, right? So as the president, as a lot of these women are presidents of companies, they introduce things like flex time. And they don't, you know, they they um, offer the positions and say, you know what, you can do this work anytime you want. I don't care if you do it from 2 till 6 in the morning, right. you know. But as Just long get as it, it done, gets done... Right? On, you know, as long as it gets done and as long as everybody's happy, then mm-hmm. go to your kid's baseball game and take care of them when they're sick and let help make this company successful and we'll all work it out together. I mean, obviously, I'm making it sound much more simple, but I've read... Yeah, but um, I think it's... Yeah, but you, you, you hit it. You, you hit it. Uh, if, uh, if most of us had that opportunity... I think uh, also the question is, are we all ready to, you know, be receptive to it? Because I, I think uh, uh, it, it is also a tough decision at times for people who are, or women who are running companies. Are uh, we, you know, how many, how much time can we really engage with the idea that if you get it done, it's okay. Just get it done, show up. How much time can we stay with that if it's not working for people? I don't think it, it necessarily works for everybody, but the majority of us who understand it, we know that it can work if we can get women to understand <laughs> uh, that this platform can progressively take us to another level. And I say that on, on that note because you're actually uh, engaging with uh, – uh, a global platform now. Uh, you have uh, a business trip to Norway, which uh, right. I'm so excited about how they do things, the, the women in Norway. Uh, yeah, I mean, can, I can tell you a little bit about, and yes, I think that please. this really has lent itself to, you know, why I feel so strongly about how things, um, you know, could potentially be, I mean, again, it, it doesn't have to be a governmental thing. I think it's more of an individual thing and a corporate thing, and people can look to other places and take um, what's working in a positive way from other places and implement them. So Norway, for example, is an extremely progressive country, and um, it's basically a gender-neutral country, which is what I think we should all strive for. I mean, you don't want to have women's rights get so big that the men now have a problem, right? Right, right. You want to make it family-friendly so that as human beings living in society, we feel like we're living in a positive environment that's, that's evolving and, and making everyone. happy families, mm-hmm. right? Right. So um, one of the, I think, major accomplishments that Norway is um, known for is the fact that about eight years ago, they made it mandatory that 40% of all corporate boards had to be women. Wow. So with that, it was obviously, um, it was not, it, there was a lot of um, pushback when this got introduced eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. And now, if you ask people, and obviously they have, it's unanimously one of the best things that they had ever implemented because revenues went up, 
employees were more productive, everybody was basically happier. So if something like that (laughs) could ever happen in this country, I would imagine things would be different in a a more positive way. Connecting Um, all those balances. (laughs) Connecting Connecting all I mean, Norway also has a lot of other um, gender-neutral policies that um, that work to make a happier society, um, some of the things that I think families get very stressed out about here are taken care of over there. Um, you know, maternity leave, for example, is one year mandatory for the woman, and the man gets three months. Excellent. So the first, yeah, you know, the first year of a child's life is... Um, stress-free, the woman stays home with the child. And then what happens, interestingly enough, is, you know, 95% of all women go back to work when the wow. baby's a year old. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's different here, right? People feel differently about um, working and not working. But for I think for the majority of society, women have to work now, right? Right, um, right. So generally both uh, uh, the the male and female are working in the household, and uh, it still somehow seems to be a lot tougher for us. And I think uh, looking at uh, Norway's uh, platform, um, I I, I can't help for thinking that uh, uh, it's got to be more uh, progressive for women in general who are in business. I mean, they are creating more progressive platforms for uh, women in Norway to do business, I would think, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, That's one of the reasons it, why we're, you're, you're probably going to Norway, maybe. Uh, to absolutely. Well, I just with- believe that, um, you know, the mission of the Leading Women Entrepreneurs Retreat to Norway is to take small group of women from here and introduce them to a small group of women business owners from there so that we can open the conversation and and hopefully they learn some things from us as well, right? I mean Right, right. We can't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean we're a powerful country with powerful, very yes. um driven yes. people, you know, so exactly that no other country in the world is as driven as we are. So I think it will be really interesting to open up that conversation um, because so when, they're going to have the things. trip. The, the trip, uh, uh, the trip is, is coming up. It's uh, August seventh oh, through right. August twelfth. When is the trip? I know the trip. I'm yeah. <laughs> and um, and we have a really amazing agenda. We're meeting with um, some experts from Innovation Norway, and this is also something that is different because. It's basically a support system for all the entrepreneurs who have launched businesses wow. in the country. So wow. it's you're, an instrument. Doing, it's an you, instrument for innovation yes. and development. Um, wow. And wow. really, they help companies develop a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. So we're going to meet with the people who are, you know, the directors of that facility. And we don't really have a system like that. I mean, we have support things for entrepreneurs in this country, but it would be interesting to see and compare what they offer to their um, right, counterparts. Right. So your your in, intent uh, uh, is to uh, 
maybe perhaps um, uh, have trips on a regular basis, I think, or uh, Absolutely. We want or... to, again, open the conversation to different cultures and connect leaders globally. And I think oh. by doing that, we can take and learn from what other countries are doing and hopefully apply them to our businesses here in this state. So the first one is to Norway. Um, We have an agenda of other countries that we would like to visit with. I'm not going to talk about exactly where they are. Right, right. Um, right. But every every quarter we plan on doing a a global retreat. So in addition to the local initiatives here in the tri-state area, Mm -hmm. um, now we have launched globally to, to support leading women entrepreneurs on a worldwide platform. Oh, so, excellent. very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I, well, you know what? I'm actually excited, too, because I am uh, going on that trip with you all to Norway. So I'm very excited about that being uh, And uh, we are, too. Planet. I think it's going to be a, lo- a game changer, right? A lifetime yes, opportunity. Yes, yes. I think uh, what, you're, what you're doing... Um, it's first of all, it's so needed, and and I know that there are many organizations that are uh, also supporting uh, women uh, in uh, initiatives uh, in business, and uh, respectfully, you know, speaking, you we all embrace uh, any support we can get. But uh, I love the idea of uh, being able to continue to move progressively because sometimes we can get stuck. You know, we create our associations or organizations and uh, we have support, but uh, it becomes limited because everything changes, you know, every year. And so right. we still have associations or organizations that are that's giving support, uh, uh, but we may need so much more. And so that said, I think what you're doing uh, for some of us, we need to be able to engage globally with other um, entrepreneurs to learn and understand and, and uh, therefore bringing that back to our communities to also engage uh, uh, businesses and, and uh, communities uh, here. On that, that note, I heard the music and we're going to break for a commercial. And uh, when we come back, Linda, I'd love to be able to, um, of course, uh, speak about uh, uh, maybe your support and maybe perhaps your family. Uh, But before we go, can you tell people where they can find you? Absolutely. Social network? Yeah, it's com, which is the acronym for Leading Women Entrepreneurs New Jersey.com. So lwenj.com is the best way to get to the website or info at lwenj.com. Great. And Linda's going to share with us some of the uh, events that uh, she has scheduled for the leading women entrepreneurs locally here every month. We'll be right back. Great. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hello again. We're speaking with uh, Linda Welbrock from Leading Women Entrepreneurs. She's the President, founder of Leading Women Entrepreneurs. We're so honored to have you here, Linda, with us, uh, engaging our listeners, and uh, me too. I am learning a great deal about uh, how we all navigate uh, that whole connection, uh, mind, body, spirit, empowering, but through business, through leading women, and I believe we all are. So on that note, uh, Linda, uh, I want to ask you about uh, some of the local events. And, you know, I think this is important, too, because uh, the local events can also help, uh, I think, nationally if you, uh, as you said before, we, we need to share. So... If uh, uh, you're doing some amazing uh, things locally, maybe people throughout the country may decide that they may want to engage, too, uh, in their sure. communities. So what are you doing? So oh, um, I know that you're coming to the Wellness Lounge this this <laughs> this month. Uh, exactly. Uh, so that's yes, a so good I, thing, too. <laughs> right. So um, as I uh, mentioned before, um, the Leading Women Entrepreneurs, what we do is we create an environment that, outstanding women business owners can support um, each other. So we do that through a variety of ways, and basically it's um, through media and through events. And we have monthly networking events, and at those networking events um, we pick a topic of interest that, um, you know, again, is a reflection of the criteria. So it's going to the speakers or the environment that we go to is going to be of interest to this group of women entrepreneurs, and it's going to provide some actionable information for them in some way, shape, or form. Right. Can next- you elaborate more on the interest? Because I, I think um, you've nailed it when it comes to what we're actually interested in outside of just you know running our businesses. 
Right. So, I mean, some, some, we've just got finished with um, capturing the power of your brand series. Um, and that was, you know, talking about more business focus on, you know, how to get, how to market yourself, which ironically women are actually a little bit more uncomfortable with than, um, than our counterparts. So we just finished a whole series on that and we, it was a lot of fun and we had a lot of experts speaking on it. Um, but next week, actually, when we go to the wellness lounge in South Orange on July 24th at 6 p.m., that's going to be um, a wellness happy hour where um, we focus more on balancing all the roles that we have to balance as women, right? So how do we run successful businesses and then de-stress? <laughs> and yeah. what are some therapies out there that might help us, um, yeah. you know, get everything in place? Because, again, you can't be running a company and be a total totally stressed out and totally unbalanced right. and think that things are going to, you know, yeah. miraculously Balance fall into place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that will be, um, I think, a lot of fun. And, and then I um, think, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I think also at some point uh, you're probably going to um, have uh, uh, that whole, um, I guess, global um, uh I think you, in the future, you're having a reception. I say this because I recall uh, having a, a great uh, conversation uh, with you and someone uh, from the United Nations Association. They may host uh, something. Are you still doing yeah. that at uh, one of the um, embassies or consulates? I the, the reason why in I'm bringing it up City, also yeah. because yeah, yeah we're, so have, we're working with the director for the United Nations in. Um, New York mm-hmm. City, and um, we're very uh, enthusiastic about the potential here because, again, that last bit of criteria, advocacy for women and community involvement, really lends itself to um, what the United Nations is doing on a global level. Right, so we're working, right. We're working together um, to put together an event um, to support both entities, basically, and that will happen in the fall. Um, so when we have, you know, all the details in order, we'll announce it, but it's, it's extremely exciting. Um, and I I think, uh, yeah, I think, uh, what, uh, what you're doing and, you know, basically what you created, it's not just about, uh, the, uh, amazing event that happens, I, I think in December, December 5th, where, uh, you know, uh, those the 25 women will come and get their, their, you know, awards, and it's a beautiful platform. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, it's it's not just uh, receiving the award, but you're engaging them throughout the year, which I think is beautiful. And then they have the opportunity to, of course, uh, travel abroad. Uh, all of this is available to us, and I commend you on uh, opening uh this uh, platform. I just think Oh, I, re- I really appreciate it, and it's been a privilege to meet you and some of the other outstanding women who have crossed my path. I mean, I get more from it than anybody else can get from, from you know, uh, vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, I think that that also, you know, is something to think about as, as women, right? Because we're all on this journey and we all have something to give in this life, right? Yes. And we have, to, we have to be aware of that and we're all here for very specific reasons. And I think that 
again, if you can work in an environment where you feel that you're just privileged to be in it, then yeah. everything just happens naturally, right? Yeah, I um, love that. Oh, I love that, Linda. You can work in in in, in uh, an environment that you're just privileged to be in. Because I feel that way every day about my business. I'm just I feel privileged to be able to do this and to balance it all. And I, I think that's absolutely beautiful. So where right. do you get that support from uh, your whole network, family, friends? Uh, because uh, just hearing you speak about uh, this platform, I think all of us want to be able to do it, and it's yours. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you know what? Again, I think everything evolves from just being honest with yourself, right? Yes. I mean, you really have to to be able to breathe through it all and sometimes make some decisions that maybe not everybody will agree with you on. <laughs> but right. Well, that's always the case. Right. You Very know, important. I mean, right. So as long as you feel like you're being honest to yourself, you know, I mean, you don't want to, again, everybody has to support themselves too. Right, so right. But you have balance. family and friends who... Uh, are supporting you. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, if it okay. weren't for my husband, I would not have, you know, the ability to just um, go after my dreams as I have. And, and not from the, the standpoint of, um, you know, him financially supporting. And I don't mean it like that. I mean it no, like no. His, his verbal support of everything that, we are doing together to create even a positive dropping the family. kids off when he has to <laughs> yeah i mean he is, he is 50% of you know just yeah he's not the guy who's he's changing diapers he's dropping the kids yeah. off at school when he needs to i mean this is and i i'm so lucky to live in an environment where i feel like this is a real team effort here right, right? let um, me ask you that let, let, let me just uh, uh address that for one moment because you said you feel so lucky and I think it's uh it it is uh, definitely a, a blessing and, and luck you know to find a partner that um uh supports the family environment because that has to be healthy in order to go out to run a business and I had my pastor on not too long ago um and uh, we spoke about uh, the partner because I love the, the first lady of our church. And he said uh, that uh, his wife uh, mentioned uh, many years ago when they met, they, she, she said, uh, you know, she wanted to definitely marry a pastor. That was her, that, that she wanted to be with a pastor. So he said, that's half the journey if you just, get the right partner and understanding of where you're going and what you're doing. So uh, uh, bringing it back to your environment, because you just spoke about it so eloquently about having that partner to help support everything you're doing. I know I have that partner. I, I would not be here today if I didn't have uh, a great uh, husband, too, the, the partner to help support uh, our dreams and what we do. because they have to participate, right? Right. And, and, and tell, tell us, on what level does that participation, and this may seem very simple, but I think it's empowering, on what level uh, does that participation 
require more than 100%. So I'm just saying, some people can only give 5% at times or 10%, but for the, the most of it, the balance is 100% and sometimes beyond 100%. And so to me, what that means is, again, we all have to operate 24-7. Like if you go to work, you know, our husbands go off to work and other businesses. If you go to work, we're hoping that, yes, they're still thinking about, God forbid, if you've got to pick up the kid or, you know, if our, our child or, or our parents or, or if they have issues, they, too, may be called to help support. So Absolutely. that's beyond 100 I mean, if I didn't think that I could call my partner to support me on that, then it would be extremely difficult, almost impossible for right. me to do what I'm doing. I mean, right. I have three little kids. I have six-year-old twins and a two-and-a-half-year-old little girl. Oh and um, in order for this to work, <laughs> my husband and I need to be on the same page 100% right. of the time. <laughs> you hear that? It's so important. It's number one. You've got to be on the right. same page. Right, and that's just the way it is, and I thank it God is. every day that I have him. And he's, you know, been uh, pretty much, I'd say, 99.9% of anything that I've done, he's been there um, definitely for moral support, but then again for, uh, you know, not every husband wants to come to a million women's events. No, <laughs> no, no. But no, the God poor guy him. has been doing this for years. So, um, yeah, in, in some yeah, ways it's funny, that, but it means beautiful. the world to me. That's beautiful support. So now you have uh, a daughter, so... Tell us about your lovely little princess and how she, uh, uh, I think, uh, engages with you with uh, just being this woman that's busy all the time. I, what is right. it? Does she engage well, with you? Well, it's so or? funny because I actually have two daughters. I have the six-year-old twins, and one of them, one of the twins, is a daughter. So she's, you know, six, like I said, and then the two and a half-year-old who doesn't say as much. Um, but Madeline, my little girl, it's. It's really eye-opening to see at this age everything that they pick up from you, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, it, you know, I'm actually, one of my funniest stories about two years ago, we were sitting down to say grace at the table. And I, I said, you know, well, this is the way you, you start grace. You say, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And she looks at me and she said, Father and Son. She goes, what about the mother and the daughter? <laughs> uh -oh. So, you know, we have a, an aspiring strong woman in the household, which um, it, it is, it's a silly story, but it's one that is hysterical to me. And she also says all the time, she says, um, you know, what did, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? And I said, oh, you know, I wanted to, be, I think I wanted to be a teacher and, you know, because she said she wanted to be a teacher. So I said, I wanted to be a teacher, too, at one point. And she goes, well, you kind of still are a teacher, right, to your women? <laughs> and she goes, to your women entrepreneurs? <laughs> I said, okay, it's interesting to hear the word women entrepreneurs out of a six-year-old oh, mouth. Oh, six-year-old. Oh. Yeah. But, so, I mean, the point is, is that what I hope is that, you know, she sees me working passionately towards something that I believe in. Oh, gosh. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Linda Welbrock, uh, we have enjoyed you 
so much, and I hope you come back again to let us all know where the Leading Women Entrepreneurs is going next. But before uh, we sign off, would you please uh, let our listeners know where they can uh, engage with you? Uh, Absolutely. Right. So lwenj.com, acronym for Leading Women Entrepreneurs, NewJersey.com, info at lwenj.com. Um, you can email us directly, and hopefully any listeners are going to join us on December 5th at Fiddler's Elbow Country Club to honor the top 25 leading women entrepreneurs. It's going to be a great networking event, a lot of fun, and um, an opportunity to support and elevate women entrepreneurs. Um, so great. hopefully you can join us. What's your what? hashtag? Oh, if you want to follow me at Twitter, it's at Linda Wellbrock, my, mm-hmm. my full name, and... Um, we'd love to have you join in there, or our LinkedIn group, and um, Facebook yeah, so. at all. Okay, thank you so much, Linda. This has been absolutely fabulous, and I think we've all learned so much. And uh, hey, uh, hats off to women who are engaging in a healthy environment uh, with mind, body, and spirit, and running businesses all over the world. Thank you. This is thank uh, you. Wellness Lounge a step further. Thanks, Linda. All right, Desiree. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye now. Thank you so much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.